powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome back, Leafs fans. It is not quite the same level of jubilation as Saturday night on this Tuesday night loss in Game 1 to the Florida Panthers at home. Welcome to Game Over Toronto. I am Lauren Williamson on the other side of the screen as Fuad Solomon. Fuad, I know, Fusad tonight. Fusad. I'm very Fusad tonight. Ah. Oh. I mean, the Leafs just lost home ice advantage, everyone. And that means they're going to have to win two games in that rocking Roman Coliseum, all-American, all-Floridian barn known as the FLA Live Arena because no Canadians are allowed in there. Ah, man, they it's going to be try. tough. They can try. I, my eyes are rolling. That was the sound of my eyes rolling. Uh, yeah, no, it was a that's a tough game. Listen, everybody, like, like, let's throw out the notion now that the Florida Panthers are some plucky underdog. <laughs> They're not no plucky underdog. No, that team beat is... Boston in seven games. Oh, I, I think the underdog. I, I think the underdog label got lifted right off of them after that Boston game. They are a team that does not give a shit who you are. Or where you are in the standings, they compete hard. We'll get into all that, I'm sure. Yep, absolutely. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the battle of Bob versus Sam. We're going to talk about all that. But very first, before we talk about that, let's have a word from our sponsor. Get in on the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot, every goal from all your favorite teams and players. With competitive odds, the best live in play, and more ways than ever to get into the game. Like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app in Ontario, use the QR code at the bottom of the screen, or head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn to get started. 19 plus, please pay responsibly. Yeah, so not the prettiest game, but hey, we lost game one against Tampa 2, and we ended up winning that game in six. So my prediction for this series was Leafs in six, and I still think that's going to happen. I still think there's a very good chance that's going to happen. No series is won or lost. I said this last series, no series is won or lost in game one. None of them. You know? No. Yeah. Game ones, I mean, like teams lose game ones all the time, Uh, even all across sports. It doesn't matter. Like, it just, it's one game, right? It's the first of four wins. Uh, we have uh, some people like sometimes sometimes people think, think the sky is falling. Uh, Jake is saying, my goodness, after watching tonight, the Leafs are going to get swept in four. Okay, let's take a brief. Let's take a nice deep breath. Everybody on the screen. Jake, you know better than that. Don't be uh, like that. We're good. We're yeah, good, everybody. It's one game. Uh, okay, again, I, not the same level of jubilation or maybe energy uh, as, game seven, as game six on Saturday night. But, you know, there was some good things that we saw tonight. The Leafs wasted Matthew Nye's first goal. Unfortunately. Oh, they just they wasted all their chances. Yeah. I mean that that was my first They point. wasted their power plays for sure. Oh, so that was my first point. Yeah. Yes. Now let's talk about the game. Let's try and get through this as civilly as possible. Because even <laughs> though there was uh there was lots of scoring in the second period, there was not a whole lot uh outside of that. Um no. so uh both teams starting off very quickly uh Florida not taking any moment to consider the fact that they maybe shouldn't nail David Kampf with a, a flying elbow. What, what's the uh, name yeah. of that move in wrestling, Fuad? The flying elbow. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is the people's elbow, but the people's elbow is in the rock. <laughs> no, that's when somebody's already on the ground and they do that. He does this, right. and they elbow drop them. So an elbow drop would be much different in hockey, right. but... Yeah, that was my first point. It was like like a horizontal elbow drop because he did. He fully left the ice. Sam Bennett fully left the ice with both feet. It was a close line, yeah. He might as well have had a cape. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. And you can't do you know, that. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought about the series was like, that was one thing that I was kind of like hopeful about was that Florida is kind of undisciplined as a team. It's one of their flaws. Yep. But, and the crazy stat is their power. I mean, their PK was like 54% during Boston, this Boston series. And I'm like, how the hell did you win that series? Just on pure magic. But yeah, my first point that I put down like in like big font was need to take advantage of your chances. You can't throw away your shot, okay? Nope. That If you watch Hamilton, can't throw away your shot. I mean, this team that they just played, they just pulled the best upside of all time. Uh, best upset of all time. You let them a little bit of breathing room and they will come from behind and they will choke you out. No, they will flying elbow choke. you. They will fly elbow you from behind. Like, they don't care. Like, the Florida Panthers, we saw that in the Boston series, that, I mean, that unbelievable third period where they gave up the lead. 3-2, ah, it's over. The Boston has the momentum. The crowd's rocking. And they looked unbothered. They're like, yeah, so what? We have lots of time left. Like they, That team is so unbothered, okay, but unfazed. so were the Leafs. So let's not yeah. give too much credit to Florida. No, this no. is a Leafs yeah. podcast. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying, you got to take advantage of your shots. You oh, for take sure. Advantage. And this, and yeah. Florida are no schlumps, right? Even though we talk a lot of smack. No. And I was even talking smack on Twitter earlier. I have no regrets about that. But <laughs> unfortunately, Florida does get the goal first, even though the Leafs do get two power plays in the first five minutes of the game. To not capitalize on that and not take their foot onto the gas and literally put their foot on the gas and then put a cement block on their foot to keep it going yeah. was something that I think we were all probably hoping for. I think we were all hoping that they were going to come out full of piss and vinegar, ready to go mm -hmm. and ready to crush some skulls. But Florida definitely looked like a team that has been playing that way for significantly longer. And they have because down the stretch, they were fighting for a playoff spot until basically the last three games in the season. Right. Um, yeah. So they have been playing like that a little bit longer, but it's no, that should be no excuse, right? Like the Leafs have had lots of opportunities in this game, in all of the last series to get better at their power play. And let's not, let's not mince words. The Leafs got lots of chances on the power play tonight. There was more oh, than yeah. one occasion on every single power play where there was the puck sitting in the, you know, within seven feet of the net. Oh, my goodness. And not just, even, yeah. and again, because there's so many people there and just so much clutter, how many times does the puck get lost? How many times does it just get stolen by one of the Panthers and sent down the ice. And the Panthers don't like take a second to get set up like the Leafs do, right? The Leafs will go for a little skate and then try and rush. The Panthers are like, oh, here, one of us is going to get the puck. I'm going to go to the blue line and wait. Like, I'm going to wait at the red line and just wait because we're going to get the puck and it's going to happen. Because it felt like every time the Panthers were getting the puck, it was going into the Leafs end, what, over 60% of the time? And they were getting Sistone yeah. Zane pressure? Like, and the Leafs were just... They were like the the Panthers were good on making good on their turnovers, and you know at least one of their goals gets is the result of that, right? The Nick Cousin buries it after a couple rebounds, a couple misses. <clears throat> Jake McCabe misses his 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 assignment, and you know the Panthers capitalize for the only goal in the first period. Um, there was lots yeah. of hits on both sides of the ice to begin with. Um, oh yeah, who had the best hits of tonight, Fuad? Oh, Luke Shen. Luke Shen. I mean, like. I forgot about I guess when Luke Shen played, I was I was a little young to remember your memory's a bit fuzzy, but he played first in Toronto. But man, does he lay some good hits. I mean, that's one thing I, I could take as a positive is that the Leafs are playing so physical in these playoffs and they're laying the hit, they're finishing checks. Like they're playing real 
playoff hockey, and that's one thing that I could take as a positive. One thing I wanted to point out about the first period, though, that was really interesting. Dom LeCision uh, tweeted this out, that Matthew Chuck, best player on the Panthers, spent two minutes and 40 seconds playing against the fourth line in that period, the most of any Leafs line. Now, Sheldon Keith can sometimes get a little bit fuzzy with the line matching. Um, yeah, that's not good. You know, you get you want to have your best players out against your be- the other team's best players at all times. And he, he did that a lot in the in the, the Lightning series where, you know, there'd be a goal and then the fourth line would just go on and then all the momentum would be sucked out of the building, right? Like, they're good players, but you got to go with your best guys against their best guys, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And Canadian Big Mac actually has my the answer I was going to say. The ref actually had the best hit of the game when he stood Morgan Riley up outside of the face off and just like he just hit, he ran into him like a brick wall. Like, you know, those simulations that have been going around at like, here's a car crash at 10 miles an hour, 30, 40, 50, 60, 300. <laughs> it was like Morgan Riley hit the wall and just fell backwards and was like, what happened? Because he wasn't expecting the, the ref just stood there. Did you see? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Like, is this? I, I actually don't think I saw that moment. But really? Like, this, oh, my this gosh. Ref this ref you're describing sounds like the Zidane Chara get a new career as a referee like that would be pretty sick maybe like, it was sort of similar here keep talking just, i'm gonna find it andre the giant out there yeah i mean <laughs> andre the giant yeah no that's the funny thing is that he wasn't bigger than morgan riley he was just standing there not yeah, moving I mean, <laughs> but yeah so really to your weird. point too like i mean this just chance after chance to your point also about missing those pucks man there was like a john Tavares where he had a wide open net and the puck just I thought the stick broke. The, the puck just fluttered, just like like a leaf falling yep. in the fall. And like there was that Matthew Nice where before he got the goal, that amazing goal, he had this between the legs shot that almost went in. That was would have been the best debut goal of all time. But then the puck was just sitting there for a good like six seconds, and Matthew Nice is just kind of like his controller broke, and I'm like. Nice! <laughs> Look at the puck! Uh, he's a rookie. It's He's young. He's got to get his space right. Your controller gonna... has died. Please plug in another he's, player. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to bag on the kid because he obviously had a good night. But, yeah, he just yeah, he just didn't get the like so many chances where they just didn't execute. I mean, it's a game of inches. You don't execute, you get executed. <sighs> a game of inches? Isn't there enough of that in the... Uh... The post-game interview. Oh, it's a game of inches out there. Oh my gosh, I'm well, almost you know, as sick of that term as I am of the double drop back pass. I would like. I I, I really want to have like a like. They should make somebody should make a, a hockey dictionary. That'd be a great book where it's just like, all right, you got it. Hucks in deep, and uh, I right, played a full sixty minutes. Those exist. Uh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they definitely exist. But they if definitely anybody has exist. it, send it to me. You don't. You shouldn't need it. You're on a hockey podcast. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. <laughs> but just for fun, I just want to have them. You can have ready. it in the background as like, yeah, yeah. you can uh, pull it down and give it and give a good example. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Tic-Tac-Tomar, I just retweeted it, had it, it, the hit for, of Riley, it says, well, that was something Riley was stonewalled by the linesman and there was five minutes and 25 seconds left to go on the first. It was very funny. It was very funny. Riley was like, what just, why are you standing there? It was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, uh. The Gio, Giordano takes a penalty with 49.1 seconds to go. The Leafs managed to kill off and head into the first intermission down one nothing, which it didn't seem insurmountable at the time. No. And even at the end of the second, when they were down 3-2, didn't seem like an unconquerable goal. But again, it was because all of these chances, I don't know if it was just the extra day of rest or what, but 
All of these chances were just off the post, just a little wide, just Beybladed, oh, just a yeah. half inch too far to the left or to the right. And Sergey Gabrovsky tonight looked looked amazing. Oh looked my amazing. goodness! Like it, it amazes me sometimes in hockey how a goalie can go from a Vesna Trophy winner to the worst, most toxic contract in the league to an backup. ECHL goalie. Yeah, and then oh, I. I actually remember how to do this goalie thing. And yeah. it becomes a best of the goalie again yeah. in the last couple of games. It's hockey. Hockey is just a weird voodoo sport. Like yep. it never ceases to amaze me how topsy-turvy, especially goaltenders can be. Like you see it with Ilya Samsonov. He's a guy that was not qualified by his team. Now he's was a hero of the first round. Like goaltending is the most inexact science. I don't know how anybody scouts or drafts these guys. But to that point, like, Man, it's going to be a really tough series if this is the Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky we get every night. It's kind of funny how the three best goalies in the league, the Russian trio, Shosturkin, Sorokin, and Vasilevsky are all out. And then the OG, Bobrovsky, is still here kicking some ass. That's scary. I mean, I'm, that, that, that's a little concerning. That's, that's a main concern for me. Can the Leafs bring him back to that ECHL level or somewhere in between? That's, that's, that's my hope. I mean, they didn't. They, it's not like they got shut out by him tonight, right? Like no. he is, he is beatable. And there was mm-hmm. that one goal that was on on the line, basically, with what twenty nine yeah. seconds to go. But yeah. again, just a matter of we're getting, we're trying to get, we're trying to get, we're trying to get goals the same way we got them against Tampa. And I don't think you can play that way. I think you need to play more of a off the rush kind of game like Florida. I'm not saying become the Florida Panthers because I think the Leafs are better than them and the Leafs need yes. to stick to what they've been doing. But part of that is the the Leafs need to be better on their power plays. The Leafs were able to draw a Michael Bunting power play, Fud, and they yeah. did not capitalize. That's just, that's criminal. You have one job. Like, that's criminal. That's a gift from God. You have that one job. From the hockey gods. <laughs> like, one job. Like you, you open the door and there's a bag of cash. On yep. your front, on your front lawn, and then you just, you just said, ah, I don't want it. And you just, you just go back inside. That's what they did. Yep. Yeah. But, yep. And then you but know, Bunting scored though. Hey, Bunting scored. He did. He did, but not before Sam Bennett puts the Panthers up two nothing. Right. Uh, just yeah. with just under eight minutes into the period, um, you know, he gets another. He gets one. He gets his fourth of the playoffs from Aaron Blood and Matthew Kachuk. But Matthew Nyes coming in hot, hot. A little over 11 seconds later Whew. with just a mouth-watering, mouth-watering goal. Oh, my goodness. The setup by Matthews, the 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 recovery from, from Matthew Nyes, and just That's like he, he ends up scoring like on one foot backwards. And it's just yeah, like, that was, that was elite Ooh. for a kid of his size, too. That just shows, honestly, that shows the poise and mental toughness this kid has because that Sam Bennett goal, Matthew Nyes got caught there. I mean, he didn't he didn't get his he didn't get Aaron Ekblad at the point. Like he was kind of lost in space there. Yeah. And I thought and I saw some tweets like right after, and I was kind of writing it down too. Like, oh, is the spotlight getting a little big for Matthew Nyes? Not even I turn my head and I don't turn my head once. Matthew Nyes pulls off this this EA Sports type goal, and wow. Uh, I mean, that's that's something you look for in a young player and think, damn, this guy is going to be something special as he matures and understands the ice around him and the game around him more, right? That's only going to come with time. But to have that mental toughness, I, I still think he's a playoff performer. I still like him 
on that top line there. I, I do. I still want to see him there because he has such great skill. He brings something that the other wingers that we've seen with the top line don't bring. Like, he brings all of those things, the size, it's the being skill. over 200 pounds. Yes. Yes. Being a large human. Yes. That works too, right? So yeah. I, I'm not too worried about him. I, I, lo- I love that just, like, immediate recovery that that it looked like Ted Lasso got hired by the Leafs. He became a goldfish, forgot all about it, and scored the goal there. So that was a, that was another big positive there. We're, we're, we're having a positive podcast today, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, again, like <laughs> the Leafs and Thomas Rabello in the chat has a very good point, and I completely agree on all of this. Florida capitalized on their opportunities. Anyone thought this was, this was going to be a soft series? Forget this is the team that eliminated Boston. Yeah. True. Leafs hit yeah. the post, and there were at least four close calls. I totally agree. And Absolutely. I don't necessarily believe the deserve to win meter is perfect, but I do think if you play that <laughs> game 100 times, that the Leafs probably win it more times than they lose because of how many times they get power plays at the beginning. Again, assuming that they're able to rebound in game two. Um, and all of the times that there were all these flurries in front of the net where the, the puck was lost because there were so many people and so many leaves trying to get it. And I think that we need, while we should get some goals like that, we need to try and get more space and we need to try and use Florida's forecheck against them and try and get behind their defenders and try and get behind their forwards that are going to be pushing up. We need to be way faster on our own turnovers. Like we need to be getting the puck out of our own zone faster because How many times tonight did the Leafs again, again, get hemmed into their zone where they would get possession for a split second and then would make an errant pass or a weak pass or a pass that was intercepted because somebody wasn't where they thought they were going to be? And it leads to a really good scoring chance, right? And fortunately, you know, the Leafs are able to tie it up for a very brief moment in time. Michael Bunting, like we were talking about, gets a beautiful goal from Kelly Arncourt on Ryan O'Reilly. And yeah, just, oh, he got a a penalty and a goal tonight. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. He he must have felt great tonight. And he did have a really good game. And I actually put that I thought Michael Bunting was going to be the biggest disappointment in the series because I thought he might get suspended again. But Matthew Kachuk was like (laughs) surprisingly well behaved. (laughs) Oh, just breathing too loud. (laughs) <laughs> or like chewing just, gum or like having skittles or like you know or they were gonna you know, be like the smelling the salts of the wrong brand two games two games or, or you know hitting somebody in the head maybe i don't know he might do that i don't know it's still early let's not let's not uh that's what i'm saying fate. listen that's i believe tempt- in michael bunting and i would love nothing more than to be wrong <laughs> on that but i had to pick somebody man um, i mean you got radko gudis and uh, matthew to against him there uh, the red mist might the red mist might just come out. I mean, it took yep. game two for Kadri to get suspended in 2019, so let's let's hope not. Yeah, but let's not. Uh, yeah. We're not out of the woods yet with that one there. But again, um, prove me wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, like just yeah, I was so hyped. I honestly, I, I I the way they were playing, like I you know the the game one against Tampa was obviously really bad. Like that loss wasn't a good one, and game five wasn't a great game either. But this one, I didn't feel it, it just felt like the goal was coming and it, did, it just didn't end up happening but the way that they were pressing i felt like no no they're good they're good no no they're good until the 4-2 goal came in and i'm like oh maybe they're not so good but yeah you know yeah that's the thing i didn't see that i didn't see them as being that like a bad team this game i thought that they were actually they, really good they yeah, just got they papered got, over by by bob this chances and bob bob showed up 
Damn Bob, Bob showed up as Bob. Bob. Right? Bob's your the uncle. The Bob that signed the $10 million contract, right? Because let's Bob's not forget. Bob's the least uncle. Sergei Bobrovsky earned a $10 million a year contract, right? And that is no easy feat for any goalie in the league. I think he is, what, one of two that make that much? It's like him and Vasilevsky. Ooh, Vasilevsky. Does he make 10? No, I don't question. know. I'll look it up. I know it was price, but... Maybe the uh, chat could provide the answer for me. Yeah. That would be great. But Rusty, what a, what a wild stat. I didn't realize it until, like, way after the Boston game that he he broke both record-breaking seasons. Like, he eliminated two record-breaking teams from the playoffs, once with the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then, of course, against the historic Boston Bruins. That's got a flair for the dramatic. You can't uh, You can't deny that, but... Also, Andre Vasilevsky's cap hit is $9.5 million until the ripe old age, well, until the ripe old year of the 27-28 season. Hey, that's a long it. contract. And he has a no-move contract and then a modified no-moved after 2025. So, you know, again, there's only, what, maybe one or two goalies that make that much. And tonight he showed why. Yeah. Right? He Tonight he showed up as the $10 million Bobrovsky. And I'm happy for the Panthers because I don't think you get goaltending like that seven games in a row because he is not named Carey Price. And yeah. um, I think that there's a very good chance, like I said, if the Leafs play that game 100 times, they win it more times than they lose it. And while I wish that the power play played better and I wish that Jake McCabe, while he laid out some wonderful, beautiful, mwah, just a chef bad kiss hits. pinch, man. Oh, bad yeah. Pinch. Just a bad. bad, couple bad assignments, couple bad misplays. And that's, it, the that's to, to quote Bill Belichick, uh, one mistake can cost the team the whole thing. And it's true. And it's games like that, and it's moments like that where you go, oh, please don't do that again. That's, that's and the again, most Bill Belichick statement I've ever heard. It's just so, I know. just so like, one mistake can cost them the team. Game. Yeah, sorry. It uh, can, yeah, it can kill the whole series, and he's right, right? Because uh, listen, like, there's a reason nice. that he won so many series with the person that he did with with the one and only Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, sorry, I hate that I mean, name. But yeah, but though, like they won, point, right? So he knows yeah. what he's talking about. That Jake McCabe, that Jake McCabe pinch reminded me of that Dion Phaneuf pinch ten years ago against Boston. I don't know if you remember that one uh, where they lost. It was a like game four, and you can't be doing that in the playoffs because. Carter Verhage had a, a – and it wasn't just a breakaway. He had a breakaway for days. Yeah. Like, he could have stopped for, like, a second to, like, scratch his leg, and then he could have shot it. Yeah. And, of course, it's got to be Carter Verhage. I series mean, winner, Carter Verhage. I mean, like, like – He won it, the series for the Panthers can, the other night, right? Can we even he call him a former time. Leaf? Because, like, we traded him, like, eight years ago. Like, I mean, yeah. he went to the ECHL in between – I think I mean, everybody listen, missed on him. Sure. He's, he's a, a former Leaf. Story. <laughs> he's a former Leaf. He's not going to get a movie when he comes back to SBA. No. Right? I mean, like, he, might get a, he might get a boo and he might get the opposite of that. But Yeah. Well, it depends, right? Because, listen, if, they get, if the Leafs play like that, they might not win the series because they need to be better. There was lots of good things tonight, right? We talk about the bunting goal. We talk about the Matthew Nye's goal. And, boy, did he look so good. Um, but the big four were kind of quiet tonight. There was a couple of really good yeah. chances. Again, how many deflections and near misses are there? But nobody gives a damn about near misses because no. they aren't counted. So, no, I, yeah, like Tavares and, and Nylander, I, I I mean, Tavares, I mean, obviously the hero of game six, not going to disparage John Tavares. But, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't quite notice him quite as much. O- only person I really saw that had a lot of chances in that big four was Matthews. 
He did have a couple of rips that just Bobrovsky read like a book. There was a bunch and that went off the post. Post, yeah. Like, there was some that were... I mean, Tavares had probably one of the best chances that didn't go in. And it just, like, he had it and it just muffined. I don't know what happened with that one, but it just fluttered. I don't even know where that went. But, yeah, you got to get... You, I mean, it's it's simple. It's the most simple thing we could possibly say. It's very simplistic, but you got to get the big boys playing like the big boys uh, if you want to win the playoffs. Like it's you can't count on the bottom six all the time to save you. Yeah, Mike Saint make Mike Saint Jean uh, in the chat. Well, it's a better loss than the Tampa one, but a loss is a loss. At least need to step it up Thursday. Totally yeah. agree. And yeah. so yes, they do play Thursday, and then they play everyone's least favorite day for the Leafs games. Sunday at six thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was a bit of hemming and hawing about that. Uh, uh, my my theory was uh, we we uh, we were talking in the chat um, in our group chat that uh, my theory was because the NHL doesn't like to compete with the NBA or the NFL. No, and you're totally right. That's why yeah, because like that way, and they are competing with the NBA every night because they run concurrent with each other, but. What's going on in the NBA is like the biggest, it's like one of the most anticipated matchups. You got Steph Curry versus LeBron James, Lakers, Warriors. It's like a super duper big deal. I think the NHL is like, yeah, you know, we're not going to really reel in the casuals with this one here. So, yeah, uh, whatever. I mean, hey, to me, it's it's another day of the week. Just get it done. If, yep. if you're going to blame the day of the week, I don't know, man. It's the Sunday scaries cannot apply NHL players. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think any, any NHL player goes, oh, I, we always lose on Sundays. Like, I don't think that's a, a mindset that they have. No, but it's no. it's interesting that this year there's so many days, there's so many days, like so many series that have multiple days between games. Like yeah. previously it was like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, yeah, like a day, one day for travel. Like a right? one day for travel, yeah. Yeah, and that was it. And now it's like, it seems like almost every single series has at least one game off or like a, one or two days off in between minimum, like two times that they have two games off. If that makes sense. Two days that they have yeah. two, two times that they have two days off. English is hard. Jeez. Yeah. That's a tough one. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, I say, I just, sometimes I just go. Yeah. And then I have to start again, but so the schedule is definitely something to behold, but again, I think you're right. I think it is because of the NBA, because at the end of the day, ESPN does now have have what some of the NHL rights in the states, and they're like, listen, all due respect, guys, there's like a you're number five on the level of importance when it comes to pro yeah. sports in America. So, mm, oh yeah, yeah, Gee. this deal is probably going to have some effect on it for a while at least. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's just the way that's the waters you're swimming in, right? I mean, it's uh, uh there's a lot of sports to compete with. It's for some, you know, hockey doesn't resonate there. That's a whole another. That's like a that's an Alan Walsh podcast for us for for that's a whole uh, agent provocateur type show for sure. Uh, one thing I noticed and I, I wrote this down that was a freaking entertaining game. That just was a fun game to watch. If I didn't have a rooting interest and I wasn't bummed out by the result, I would go away from that thinking, man, I want to see more of that series because man, it was just up and down. It's not what traditionally people say. Oh, playoff hockey grind them down you know just no low scoring just just grinding and fighting and chopping no it was that was run and gun hockey there was just a million chances on either end yeah so I, again if i wasn't if i was just a casual fan 
I probably would have enjoyed that more than just being like, come on, put yeah. it in the net. Yeah, and it's so much more fun than just like a game where you cave it, where you one team gets caved in like so badly. Yeah. Or again, games that are won and lost like one nothing in overtime. Oh, like this. Actually, let's talk about that. That was a that's a that's a really good thought. Are there any like boa constrictor teams in the playoffs this year? Now at this point, not really. Well, I was saying, I was thinking like, who would, who's the best? Who's the scariest goaltender left? Um, I mean, Bobrovsky, maybe. Samsonov, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I think maybe Dallas might have that. Yeah, Jake Ottinger for sure. Jake Ottinger. But again, uh, Carolina's pretty, you know, yes, he's kind but, of pretty compromised. Little but compromised I don't mean just, but... go, like, good goalie. I mean, like, how the Islanders were a couple years ago where you yeah. get a goal and that's it. Like, even Dallas now, they have, like, Rupe Hintz and, yeah. and Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson and yeah. now they're winning games, like, 4-2 to two and 5-3 to three and – they're not this like boa constrictor team where they're going to score two and then just mm -hmm. put you in defensive hell. It's not like that. Yeah, no, I, you know, I think it's just a trend across the league, a, a good trend, a very good trend um, that just scoring is going up. The game is evolving. These guys, there's just more talent, more skill. Yeah, for in sure. The NHL. I'm it's here just for interesting it. that like it, yeah. there was at least still a couple teams like that last year and this year yeah. there's zero left now. Right. And maybe that yeah. is just like, not, I don't even want to say a sign of the times because there's probably a good chance that at least one of those teams will be in the playoffs next year. But it's interesting that this year is sort of the – it's the year of the underdog run and gun, right? Like most of the teams that won this series were the teams where everybody was like, oh, this isn't this team isn't going to win or this team isn't going to win, except maybe Edmonton. But like no one yeah, thought the Kraken yeah. was going to win. No one thought no. the Leafs were going to win. No one really thought that the, uh, that the Devils were going to win. Everybody was all in on the Rangers. Like yeah, it, it's that's, interesting, that, that's right? That's a disappointment. Like – that that that's a rough one. I mean, we're getting a lot to track here, but man, that's a rough look when you just sold out for the trade deadline there. Woo! Yeah, that's a that's a hard one to sell to the fan base. All those UFAs for sure. But uh, that's for the rain. That's for game over New York. Well, and we don't have. To, I'm not saying like we're gonna go talk about these other teams, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's I, interesting because this game felt a lot more like it was both teams trading chances, where it felt a little bit against Tampa, like. Tampa was really locking the Leafs down defensively. Yeah, and this was... time, it just feels like two Vipers, like, striking each other. And it's not like a boa constrictor and a Viper. It's just two Vipers, like, back and forth. Hey, it's it's good for the game. If this is the playoff, if this is what, like, this is what people see as playoff hockey, this is what people tune in for. Because, like, you know, in the past, maybe playoff hockey was a bit, while very dramatic, sometimes a slog, right? Like, if yeah. this is what people are tuning in for, for playoff hockey, you're going to attract a lot more people and oh, for it's just sure. a lot more fun, right? Like it's a lot more dramatic. So I hope we see more of it for this series. I mean, I mean, obviously you want to see the Leafs win and win seven, nothing every game, but clearly <laughs> not going to happen. Also another trend too, on that point is man, teams don't get swept anymore. Eh? Like there's all these series went long. I like it. Uh, it's like, like there's it. nobody, you're not catching anybody four games straight. It's no. not going to happen. No, it it felt a little bit at the end there, like all the teams that really wanted to make it into playoffs actually really wanted to, and there wasn't anybody yeah. that just sort of like, oh, excuse me if I just sneak right past you, bud. Like, there wasn't anybody that tried to sneak in. Everybody was fighting sort of tooth and nail to the very end for the playoff spots that were remaining. So I'm glad that there is no, like, big sweeps. Like, I'm glad that the teams that everybody thought was going to be in the cup final aren't there anymore. Like, it makes for way better hockey, and it gets more attention on, like, maybe some smaller markets that – 
Again, we forget actually have good hockey teams because we're like, oh, Dallas hockey. Bleh. It's like, no, Duh. Dallas is a serious hockey team. There's a reason that oh, they yeah. go to the Stanley Cup playoffs the last several years in a row. And yeah, it's because they're, they're no longer just these defensive nightmares. They are they have all this defense, this offensive talent, too. And it's it's awesome to see. And if they play all of the games like they did tonight, it's going to be a f- it's going to be a wicked series because be not series. even 10 minutes into the first period, my cousin texts me and she's like, this is going to be a wild series. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, because right out of the gate, both teams are trading chances like crazy, like crazy. That's the score of that game easily could have been six to five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like that. And I mean, yeah. And so like, yeah. So like what adjustments like do you guys want? Like, will you want to see for the next game? Like, do you think I mean, obviously asking Sheldon Keefe is going to probably, you know, like go back to his big Justin Hall big chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. No, like Mike Paquette, uh, before we even started, uh, I said, was it a mistake going back to 12-6? Uh, and people saying, do you go back to 11-7 because it was effective? I mean, uh, I, I think, look, I think it's just, a, I mean, if you lose a game, it's it's an excuse for adjustments, I guess. You could say, ah, well, and then, you know, but, yeah, Justin Hall right back on the first, first pair. That's what we were missing. We were missing the finish, Finishing ability and the stout defensive presence of Justin Hall. That's I hope you missing. bite your tongue. Uh, oh, my God. If I see that. You're going to see it. Chris Johnson's <laughs> going to tweet it out tomorrow. It's going to be like, uh, Sheldon, yeah, Sheldon. Oh, Keith yeah. Burns. Justin Hall is a juggernaut. That's what's going to Draw, happen. Drawing in for game two. Oh, my God. Mike Saint-Jean Mike, Mike said it's already 4-2 for the Kraken in the first intermission. Let's Are you go. serious? Let's are go. Are you serious? The Kraken are my West Coast team, so let's Bruh. go. <laughs> That's awesome. What is it with these expansion Four teams? Four two. Good for them. No, that's Jeez. awesome. That's awesome. Man, um, four, that's yeah. our first intermission. And Jeez. isn't that crazy? Like right now, that the score of that game is how the leaf the Leafs game ended. So, yeah. like, looks like another that. game, another se- couple series that are going to be super high scoring. And let's hope that the Leafs can turn it around and come back in this one because that would be freaking great. Yeah, what I mean, it, actually? Like, you made a good chat. You made a good point. Chat, make sure you put in your in the box down here or on the right hand side of the screen. What would you, so you get a magic wand, right? What changes do you make? Fred, what would you do? What you're Mike? You're not Mike Babcock. Oh my gosh, you're Sheldon Ooh, Keith. Yeah, uh, oh, I, I would have them start on time. Uh, he would you, actually uh, go up and be like Jason Spezza, uh, uh, get uh, dressed, uh, but you're not playing. <laughs> uh, Wayne Simmons, uh, top top line center. Uh, no, um, he's a real good player. Really, oh, really good player. Um. Yeah, well, like, to my earlier point, like, and I just saw Matthew in the chat, Sheldon needs to put the top lines out there for more minutes. Uh, you know, you can't have the fourth line for a first period where, you know, you went down. I mean, these first, I mean, you, you can lose a game in the first period. And he had his fourth line out there for the, for the most time against Matthew Kachuk. You can't do that, right? Like, yeah. you got to ride the guys that brought you to the dance. You got to ride the stars. That's what the playoffs is all about. <laughs> I don't know if that was the greatest sentence we had. Ride the stars. You got to ride the guys that took you to the dance. Maybe maybe we ride the pony that we bring to the horse race. How about that instead? I, I, don't, know. I, I, I don't know what's going on in your mind here. Oh, yeah. That's Michael funny. Prentice saying, um, Panth- no way. Panthers taking the series. You're versus a healthy team all year. They weren't then on top. It took a new coach and players get used to each other's play. So Michael is basically saying, uh, like, Panthers. He's a Panthers fan, so that's fine. Welcome. We're happy to have you. Welcome. Please hit like and subscribe. Look, it ain't going to be easy. You know, I I got to thinking about the Panthers. You know what turned their season around? 
was Paul Maurice absolutely blowing every brain blood vessel in his head yelling at this team when they played in Toronto last time. Like, he said the F word more times than the Marshall Mathers LP, like the first one. Just, just man, that was one of the best rants ever. I was watching with my girlfriend and she was like, she was like, oh my God, what is he okay? What, was he having a breakdown? Like, so maybe that that's what turned the Panthers season around. But uh, to your earlier question, yeah, I would say try the 11 to 7. I think that worked out pretty good. You know, you know just try something else. You know, you want to try something saw... already? Yeah, I think. See, I would run it back the same. Think run it back the same, huh? Yeah, thought... I think so because, or you, or you do like eleven seven and bring Gustafson in. Like, I don't want Justin Hall back. If we do eleven no. seven, I don't want Justin Hall back. But like no. tonight's power play, even though it looked decent, could definitely have been a little bit better. Could have used a little bit more. I don't hate Giordano on it, but I think Gustafson maybe moves the needle a little bit more offensively. Yeah, yeah, totally. He just there. mixes I mean, it up more. Like, Giordano, God bless him, is just a little bit too safe. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a little bit too – he may, he maybe passes just a little bit too much, whereas Gustafson is just like, I'm just going to throw it in here and see what happens. Yeah, you got to get pucks on net. I mean, a lot of these goals have gone in just, like – a lot more point. They need a lot more from the point. I think. I think you got to get somebody that. No, see, there's a lot. There was a lot. Pardon me. There was lots of goals that went on, like onto the point, and created lots of chaos in front. Yeah. And that's fine, but again, I think you can only get so many of those in, in a game, right? I don't think you can try and do that, and w- I don't think you can try and win five to two with that style of goal. I think those are important, but I think we need to just be. We need to be more accurate with our shots. Like, there was lots that just, it seemed like a lot of the passes were just a half a step off. There were a lot of passes that were just, you know, six or six to four inches off the end of someone's stick. Like, there was a lot of errant passes. And uh, Alan Van Growland, I wouldn't change the team, but they have to play more responsible. That's exactly what I am sort of meaning by this. Like, I don't think yeah. that they need to want to change the whole bunch. I don't want to, I don't want to reinvent the wheel here, but I definitely think that if you're going to play the same, which I think Sheldon Keefe probably will try. Um, if you're going to play the same, then you need to be more responsibly defensive. And they weren't like that tonight. There was too much time that the Panthers were spending in the Leafs zone. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's it's just game of inches there. Like, like you said earlier, <laughs> oh, play, didn't play hard enough. Uh, you know, we got to, I mean, we have come on, we have, um, <laughs> Mike St. John uh, is also saying that, uh, you know, Nylander needs a demotion to get the message. Do you think Nylander played bad? I don't. I think he looked fine, but again, it just, I think he needs to be better. I think he, he just hasn't looked the same as he did last year. So I think he just needs to be a bit better. Yeah. And we also saw uh, another person too. I just saw earlier in the chat as well. And we didn't bring up a, not the greatest Ilya Samsonov performance. Like there were some goals where like, I think it was the 4-2 goal where he was just way out yeah. in front of the crease. And, like, I get people say, like, I thought maybe there was contact from Stahl. Don't remember which Stahl it was, but where, like, he bumped into him. Uh, but, yeah, it wasn't – yeah, like, he bumped into he, – he kind of initiated the contact. So, yeah, I just – you're way out in the crease. You're way out on an island there. That wasn't a good goal. If you have both feet in the blue paint, maybe you get the call. But, again, yeah. like you said, he's no. too far out. No, you're right? not tending the goal at that point. So, yeah, yeah I, you know, Samsonov, we've seen him have terrible games and then come back and be Sammy the, the machine. Yeah, like, so 
hopefully that's that's the trend we see. Like I think he's gonna come back a bit, come back a lot stronger for the next one. So I totally that, agree. So I think uh, I think I think he shows up and is the first player on the ice at practice tomorrow. I think he stays extra to train, and then I think he starts game two on Thursday. And he will be there to save the Leafs' asses when they win game two. And Harnish and Armand are going to be on game over that night. So make sure you guys are back for Thursday because the Leafs are going to win on Thursday. They Those two have a more winning well. record than I do. They, they have a more winning record. So, yes, absolutely. Um, I have two wins. I got two wins under my belt. I think yep. I'm two and three. So, you know, or that might be two and two. I actually can't remember anymore. It's been it's been a whirlwind. But, Yeah. Yeah, so, thanks, for thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, make sure you guys are back for Game Over on Thursday. Uh, you can make sure you guys are going to watch Game Over Edmonton tomorrow after the Edmonton game, which is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. We are going to be here all through the playoffs, all through round two, all through round three. And right before we go away, uh, I just really want to quickly say that we are raising money for Alphabet Sports Collective while we are doing um, the game overs over the playoffs. Um, Alphabet Sports Collective creates a safe and inclusive environment in hockey for folks of all sexual identities and gender expertise expressions through education community building and mobilization you can donate to alphabet sports collective through the link in the chat so make sure if you are able to if you maybe bet on sport uh on sports interaction and want some money tonight throw some money that way they are a great 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 thing to be a part of and we are happy to have them as friends of the show so please if it is your first time we have loved having you like i said make sure you come back for thursday make sure you hit like and subscribe and leave all of the compliments for us and for harnish and i'm on on thursday as well so for game over toronto you can find me on twitter at lauren in the six my name is lauren williamson on the other hand side of my screen is the one and only i'm fuad Suleiman. you can catch me on uh twitter at uh Fuad underscore sports or Foo Glad. I think it's still Foo Glad. Uh, I might have to put it back to Foo You might sad. have to put Foo Mediocre if you're two and two. <laughs> that, it's got a rhyme. So if you can find a synonym for that. Okay, but, uh, I'll work on it. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, just the obligatory, uh, it's called Sex Panther. 60% of the time, it works every time. Leafs and six, guys. Have a good night, everybody. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.